Hello and welcome back to the Lightning Mindset Podcast. How is everybody? I hope you've all had a wonderful weekend and an absolutely phenomenal week. Um, I'm going to just dive straight into this episode this week. And before I do, as always, thank you again for the lovely words everyone's been sharing from the last couple of episodes. Feedback's been great. Uh, Yeah, like I said, if you want to send through anything, you can email me at forest underscore robinson at hotmail.com or you can also message me on the gram, LinkedIn, wherever it might be. Go for it. Go nuts. And I'll come back to you as well. Uh, So, yeah, let's dive into this this week's episode. Um, So, actually, I wanted to read you a chapter from a book that I've been really enjoying this week. Um, It's a book by Jocko Willink. Some of you might have heard of him. He's an ex-Navy SEAL, leadership expert. Uh, He is an absolute legend in the jiu-jitsu world. Uh, And this book that he's got, uh, which is fairly new, I think it came out a couple of years ago. It's called Leadership, Strategy and Tactics. And the chapter I'm going to read out to you, which I've really enjoyed from reading this week, is a a chapter called Born or Made. And basically what it talks about is a leader's born or are they made? So I'm going to read it, get stuck in and let's see how this goes. So this is an age old question. A leader's born or made? The answer is both. Let's start by looking at what people are born with. Obviously, everyone is born with strengths and weaknesses in different areas. Physical attributes are obvious. Some people are taller, some are shorter, some are naturally stronger, some more flexible. Some are born with explosive fast twitch muscle and others with endurance and slow twitch muscle. Physical training can certainly improve the physical capabilities of any individual. Working out with weights makes people stronger, running improves their stamina, and stretching improves flexibility. But people are born with and limited by their own genetic makeup. These characteristics and their limitations play out clearly in sports and physical competitions. We can try to reach our genetic potential and push slightly beyond that, but eventually we are confined by our DNA. People are also born with different cognitive capacities. Sure, with training, they can maximise their intellectual capabilities, but there will be a limit. No amount of studying can turn a person of average intelligence into Einstein. But learning, studying and drilling can improve someone's ability to think. The more a person reads, the better they can contextualise things in the world. The more a person studies language the better their vocabulary becomes. And the more a person asks questions, practices figuring out answers and trains their ability to think, the better they will actually be to think. So just the person can improve their physical capabilities, a person can improve their intellectual competence until they reach the limits of their genomes. The same is true with leadership characteristics. There are certain traits a human being can be born with that are beneficial for leadership. 
Being articulate is one. The better a person can communicate their ideas in a simple, clear manner, the more effective a leader they will be. And some people are born more naturally articulate than others. The ability to analyse complex problems and break them down into simple, easy-to-understand concept is also a natural ability that some people possess, and this is a great skill for a leader to be born with. When a leader has to attack an undertaking of any kind, being able to understand the undertaking in simple terms is critical. Not only so the leader can communicate to the team about the nature of the undertaking, but also so the leader can identify a simple solution nested inside a sea of complex cities. The more confidence and charisma a leader has, the better he or she will do as a leader. And charisma, while hard to quantify, is an identifiable trait that human beings have, and they have different amounts. Some people have an incredible amount of natural magnetism, and others are drawn to them. Some might struggle even to get a minuscule level attention paid to them. Even a trait like being loud is a good leadership qualified to have, quality to have. Sorry, If you're going to lead, people need to hear you. But if your voice is not loud, the team will not be able to hear your directions and therefore will not be able to execute. The ability to read people is very important, but it too doesn't come naturally to everyone. In fact, some people do a horrible job of interacting with others. They are socially awkward and don't pick on other people's emotions or reactions. All leaders have strengths and weaknesses. Fortunately, they can improve. How? First, the leader become more articulate. They can practice speaking, study to expand their vocabulary, and read and write to practice and prove their ability to clarify and communicate their thoughts. In doing these things, they become more articulate over time. A leader can also get better at simplifying things by detaching and thinking about problems and abstractly by making simplifications their goal and by continuing reprioritizing or removing things that are not really important. Over time and with practice, the leader will improve their ability to develop simpler solutions. Charisma might be hard for a leader to improve, but they can certainly make some progress. The leader can pay attention to their posture and countenance. As the leader gains experience, they also gain confidence, which helps their charisma. A leader can also focus on things like looking people in the eye when talking to them, listening intently to what others say and speaking clearly with humble authority. The leader can make sure they project their voice so they are heard. All those little things add up to the increased charisma. To improve their ability to read people, the leader can start to pay more attention to body language, facial expressions, and a tone of voice. Once the leader is paying attention, they can figure out what a person's baseline or behavior is, and then begin to identify the person's deviates from that baseline, which will help indicate the person's feelings or mood. So there is quantifiable ways a leader to improve their natural leadership characteristics, but it would be unrealistic to think a leader can go from a low level in any category to an exceptional level, just as it would be unrealistic to turn a world champion marathon runner into an Olympic champion weightlifter. The genes aren't there. So how can a leader become great if they lack the natural characteristics to lead? The answer is simple. A good leader builds a great team 
that counterbalances their weaknesses. So that was a little chapter from Leadership Strategy and Tactics. So it's very interesting, isn't it? You've got the born or made options. And like Jocko says in the chapter, they are both born and made. So there's a couple of highlights which I really liked. So first, the leader can become more articulate, which I thought was awesome. The better a person communicate their ideas in a simple, clear manner, the more effective a leader will be. And the other one as well, which I really liked is, but learning, studying and drilling can improve someone's ability to think. The more a person reads, the better they can contextualise things in the world. So there are a couple of little good points from that chapter that I really liked. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because the last point that Jocko says is that a good leader builds a great team that counterbalances their weaknesses. So just finishing up there, you know, it's, it's so important, isn't it? If you're in a team, just to understand everyone's strengths, everyone's weaknesses, and you might be really good at doing something, but not so great at that thing. So having other people around you to help with their strengths can make the team stronger. So yeah, I thought that was a, a really interesting chapter. Uh, I'm kind of halfway through the book at the moment kind of learning a bit more about strategy strategy sorry and tactics uh you know within the navy the navy seals too so yeah super awesome book if you're looking for something uh you know that that jocko's written i definitely recommend this book he's got some other really good ones as well which is extreme ownership which i've read which is awesome uh, and discipline equals freedom so i'll end the pod there today thank you for listening in Uh, You have an absolutely wonderful week ahead and I shall speak to you on the next episode. Bye for now.